Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. We're your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. We're two neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet with our wine. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the in-between, completely unfiltered. If you haven't yet, please follow us on our Instagram, lifeslemonade.unfiltered, and please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It helps us get seen and heard so that we can keep this fun stuff going. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) It's Monday. It's Monday. A new week. And Monday always feels like, I don't know. I always really look forward to Mondays, but it's also like the first really busy day because I've had a couple of days to kind of just like yeah. go into my week. Oh, it's Yesenia, by the way. <laughs> Damn. I feel like we're just, you know, we just hit the ground running. Yesenia and Kira back. Oh, we're back, guys. Week. I feel like I just hit the ground running, but after like we get to just lounge and be and have fun so i look forward to, to our recording but it's like the whole day i'm busting my ass so i can you literally uh, that's what i'm doing i've never heard that you've wait never what heard busting my ass oh, what i thought you said busting my ass <laughs> like what, is, what does that well, mean you know, busting the ass i don't know that's so funny i'm like you've never heard that you- i was like picturing like all the things you need to do like, like- boy <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, boy. Okay. Right. Well, cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It's been um, a day, but let's... What, can we start with some deep breaths? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do three deep breaths. Okay, okay ready? Inhale through your nose. Hold it. And then exhale. Let's do two more like that. really good didn't it yeah so guys sometimes we gotta stop and take a deep breath okay i haven't done that today yeah me either i've been breathing so shallow Mm -hmm. i feel for like at least four days yes you're gonna tell me what happened with aiden yeah okay so he has baseball games on friday nights and then saturday mornings so friday night's game we're there playing he's um in the outfield he has a kid on his team that is like two the feet All-Star. two feet taller than him. Yeah, that's really like cool. so amazing at baseball, which is great to have on his team. I mean, it doesn't really matter because they're not keeping score. But he's standing, Aiden's standing between second and third base, and this kid is on third base, and he gets the ball, and he the kid does, and he goes to throw it to second base over Aiden's head. Instead of throwing it over his head, he throws it right at his ankle, and it oh, hits him right in the ankle, and he. Like, you can see him trying to, like, hold it together. Oh. And then he just starts crying. Yeah. And Rick and I are like, oh, no. So we're, like, watching. Like, you're watching from the stands going, oh. Yeah. And it's a really small field, so we're pretty close to him. Yeah. And there's, like, the coach and then two more dads in the field helping. So then they're, like, making sure he's okay. And he's, like, trying to hold it together. And then they come off the field to switch positions and he's like losing it, not going back on the field. So Rick was like, should we go over there? And I was like, no, because I honestly was kind of proud of him for not like looking for us and sprinting off the field because that's normally what he would have done. And I could tell he was really trying to like keep it together and like stay in it. Because he didn't want to be embarrassed that he ran off the field. Yeah. Because that's not what big boys do. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. He normally would have done that. So he's really just like. 
He just took it out. Yeah. So he gets off the field and then he won't go to bat again. And because um, now he's got some fear in him. Yeah. So then I see like a few of the dads and the coach trying to talk to him. So then finally I get up and go talk to him. And I'm like, how's your ankle? Like, are you fine? And he's like, yeah, I'm just scared that the ball's going to hit me again. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, your team needs you. You know, you got to get back out yeah. there. Like, if it doesn't hurt anymore, you can't be scared. Like, you got to go. And he's like, no. I want to go home. I don't want to play baseball. He's like crying. And I'm like, well, we can't go home. I was like, you're part That's of the team. Not, yeah. So if you're not going to play <laughs> on the field. To this, yeah. yeah. I was like, you have to sit on the bench. <clears throat> so he's like, okay. So he sat on the bench by himself while they're all out there. And then the coach comes off and he tries talking to him again. And then Rick goes over and tries talking to him. Him? No, he didn't play the rest of the game. Aww, he sat on the bench. Sad. And at one point at the very end, Cause it's like almost seven o'clock at night. He comes over and he's like, I'm cold. I want to go home. I'm like, no, you have to sit on yeah. the bench until you would have been warm. If you were out there playing, That's what I said. <laughs> I'm like, if you were out in the field in the sun, those are know? the things moms say that we hate and they, we know they're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he would not play. And then he had a game the next morning. So then as soon as the, game was over he was like back to his normal peppy self and like i'm so excited to play tomorrow i think he just like hit this mental block and he refused to put it down to like go back out there it's scary i'm not gonna lie it's kind of like when i went on my first run after i fell it wasn't the fall didn't hurt that much it was everything Mm -hmm. that came after but on that run i was like i was feeling afraid in my body yeah. and he probably had the same thing where it's like now i know what it can feel like when i get hit yeah, and i don't want to deal with it yeah, yeah. so then poor guy. saturday morning we went to his game and he like got out there it ended up working out good because halfway to the game he's like i didn't eat breakfast and he was like feeling he said he kept feeling car sick and i was like you're probably not car sick you're probably just to have an empty stomach yeah. so we had to go through the dunkin donuts line which on a Saturday morning is it is, just crazy? Yeah. So we were 10 minutes late to his game, which. <sighs> yeah. I hate being, being late. late. I hate it. Cause it, you feel so frazzled when you get there. I feel frazzled, but I also just feel like it's so rude to the people that yeah. are on time. Like yeah. it's just when I see people that are late, yeah. it drives me nuts. But most of the time people that are habitually late don't care. No, they don't. They're late, but it just like but us people that like to be on time. Yeah. I'm we feel late. like, yeah. And I I'm feel like either. that's such a like important lesson to stress to your kids. Like you can't just yeah. run up. I don't want to be the mom that's running into everything. Right. At the like, last quick, quick, minute. Go, go, get out of the yeah. car. Well, that's stressful for kids too. So yeah. I just hate being late. So that already, I was like, so, oh my gosh, you should have seen. I like, has, I was driving. So I pull up and Rick gets out to take Aiden and I see them like walking to the field. I like already park and they're still walking up to the thing. And I'm like, run! <laughs> And you're like, why aren't they going fast enough? They know we're late. I know. That's so So, funny. Anyway, but it worked out perfectly because we were late. So as soon as he walked up, it was his time to bat because it was the last batter. So he didn't have time to think about what was going to happen. So he just got out there and played. And then he played the game and he was fine. So I think if we would have gotten there on time, he would have had more doing, time to like get nervous. Yeah, if they're doing their warm up. Yeah, maybe that's good. So it was just like it happens for a reason. It but does. <laughs> but in the meantime, you had to freak out because you were like, God, I hate being late. I know. I'm it just makes me. I'm the feel... same way. When I was pregnant with Malaya, when we'd go to her uh, doctor's appointments, it took me about two appointments to realize that Will was always going to be taking a sweet time <laughs> to get out of the door. So I, at some point I was like, I can't do this. And he was like, the doctor's just going to be late. It doesn't matter. And I said, no, I need to be there 15 minutes early. I would rather be the one waiting than having the doctor wait on me. Yeah. 
because it would stress me out. So yeah. at some point I finally, I, I think it wasn't until I had Gigi where I was like, we're all meet you at appointments. Well, that's why the not doctor's doing... late is because people were late. Right. Like, mm-hmm. no, but I'm like, I'll just meet you there. We'll go separately because I don't want it to be stressful if I get there an hour early and I'm just yeah. chilling for an hour. Great. Fine. That's fine yeah. with me. Yeah. And you can get there when you get there. The one 20 week appointment with Gigi, he showed up to the wrong hospital. <laughs> I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Like <laughs> we, we, it was the one they were going to take the in-depth yeah. measurements of everything and he calls me. He's like, where are you? And I said, I'm at the location. And he was like, it's not the one in Laguna Beach. No, it's not there. And I had sent him the address. Oh, my so gosh. Mad. So he's like, can you tell the doctor to wait? No, I'm not telling her to wait. She's on a time schedule. So you'll get here when you get here. It's kind of crazy, though, that people are just like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. But he's so anal about other things. It makes no sense. Yeah, that's Rick, though. I'm like, I don't understand. You've been in the military for 15 years. How are you late to everything? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the wrong people think, were in the military. I think he's on time to things at work, though. So That's like Will. He's like, well, that's what matters, and this stuff doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, I know, but yeah, it was interesting. But I just thought, like, I don't know. I feel like there's parents out there who would have either, like, pack their kid up and let them go home or let them quit yeah and I just don't like that was that's not my like mindset like you signed up for a team and I was sitting there like having these things while he's on the bench over there I took a picture of him off to post it of him just like sitting there but I'm like if he's scared and he never goes back out on the field for the rest of the season like I'm going to show up and sit here and watch other people's kids play kids, yeah. while he sits on the bench because I'm not about to let him quit the season. That's it. He needs to know that it's it's a commitment and yeah. you don't just stop. Yeah. So And yeah, but, you might get hurt again. That's just what sports are. I yeah. think, I don't know, you just take it. You got. That's why the expression is you take it like a champ. I know. You know? I, told like, him, I think I was like trying to bust out every motivational thing I had to like, get him <laughs> back on the field. You're like, damn, David Goggins. Did you pull out <laughs> David Goggins? That would have been the last stop. Quit being a pussy. Like, what is it from? You'll probably know. But at one point, I was like, there's no crying in baseball. Like, oh, what is what that, is that from? from? I'll have to Google it. It's I from a, like, very famous movie, right? Yeah. But I, yeah, I said that at one point. And he was that's like, what? <laughs> I don't remember. But as he's crying and he's like, clearly that's wrong, he's like, mom. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, what do you call this? <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Man. Where is oh, it Poor from? little guy. Is he okay now? Yeah, he's a league of their own. Oh, I was going to say, I, I actually, that was what popped in my head. Yeah. But then I thought, I don't remember if that was them. Have own. you seen it? I don't think so. You've never seen a league of their own? I don't think so. It's so um, good. It's Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, um, Gina Davis. They're a woman baseball team. Oh. And they travel and they have like some crazy excursions. Oh it's so good. It's like it's like a female empowerment movie. Ooh, I'll have to watch it. And it's, yeah, it's just great. So they're breaking yeah, through. So he got back out there and we're fine. And we played baseball. And <laughs> That's fine. But I would have been the mom sitting there with my kid on the bench the rest of the oh. season. Because you're not quitting. Okay. You don't That's, quit. Yeah. So, especially a team sport. You don't quit a team sport. Yeah, <sighs> for sure. They need you. They need you. Like, the whole season is going to be short, okay, a kid, because yeah. you're choosing not to. Hard lessons. Yeah, so. Hard, but, easy. Hard, they're, the things are easy, but they're not always, or what, what is it, simple, but not easy. Yes. You know? I think that's a recurring theme for me lately. Simple, but not easy. But it's crazy to me that there are parents that don't think that way. I know. Like, I'm pretty open-minded, but... I think I'm open-minded about what I want to be open-minded about. (laughs) Do you think it's laziness? 
of like being like, oh great, you don't want to play anymore? Let's no, not yeah. do this. Yeah, like when soccer gets canceled, I'm like, yes, you made my day because I don't want to do that. Yeah. So when my kid says they don't want to do it, I'm like, you need to commit because I'm here. I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, my dad is my time too. Um, hockey. And okay. when I told him I signed Aiden up for baseball, he was like the very first thing that I tell parents at the parent meeting before the season start is maybe they're going to hate it because he coached yeah. um, like little kids. So it'd be like their first season playing hockey. They've never done it before. Oh, and so bad today. <laughs> and he would be like, I always tell the parents, do not let them quit. They can yeah. hate it all they want, but yeah. they signed up to be on a team. Don't let them quit because that sets the precedent. For I, that's where the I messed up in letting Alexia... Uh, quit basketball and mm. actually that was more her dad's doing because I told him he was putting her in too many he had her Please. in like she was playing a regular league and she was doing like every clinic there was available oh, so it was like six days a week basketball oh that's yeah granted she got really good at managing the ball and like just like she just was feeling it was looking natural but yeah. she was hating it burning out and yeah. she got burnt out and now she doesn't want to she didn't want to play anymore she played for three years and it was great but then after that, she was so over it. And I wish she was playing in high school because yeah. yeah. I played in high school and it was so much fun. Yeah. And I told her, you're depriving yourself of an experience in high school, not being on a team sport. Yeah. I think it's crucial. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's the difference when you have like a parent that wants that for you, like versus mine, where they didn't think it was important. So I said I wanted to play and I had to make it happen. Like I had to raise my own funds and everything. Yeah. You know, but I enjoyed every second of being away from home. <laughs> That's <laughs> what like, it was. It was. It was an escape for sure, but yeah. it was a healthy escape. My friends from my basketball team were like built-in sisters, and I didn't have friends like that outside of that. I don't think like that. Like my friends from school were different, and then my friends from ch my mom's church, who were the only friends I was really allowed to hang out with, mm -hmm. they were um, all doing really bad stuff, and... I was like, mom, just let me hang with my basketball friends. They don't do anything bad. And she just didn't, didn't want to do That's it. Crazy. So, yeah, I feel like when I played sports and like when my parents would come and watch like our games or whatever, those were like the proudest moments of yeah. me feeling like I'm doing something and yeah. they're watching oh, and they're proud of me and they're any of my supportive. Games. Yeah, they didn't come to any of my games or any of my track meets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was my basketball coach that told me you need to get on the track team. Because I was always the first one done with suicides, <laughs> like the fast sprints. But I hate, I hate, at that time, I hated long distance running. I would do it on my own just for, just because I knew I had to keep my stamina, but yeah. I hated it. <laughs> but the sprinting I loved That's and funny. my coach was like, you need to be on the track team. And I really enjoyed it. I did that for two years. Yeah. I'm just bummed I stopped once I started working. Yeah. I was more eager to get money and be independent because my house life was so crazy. Yeah, and you don't really realize, like, that is the period in your life where you can do those things because yeah. it's hard when you're in college and adult. Like, yeah, you can't go join. I mean, you can. You but, can't like, prioritize, like, a sport. <laughs> yeah, I tell Alexia, I'm like, I wish working out was just, like, ingrained in my life. Now I have to make time for it. I have to wake up at the butt crack of dawn or figure out when to work it in. Yeah. Versus when you're a kid, like, it's just a part of your schedule. And yeah, why don't like, they appreciate it? Yeah. Oh, but it's all children. in hindsight because I didn't either. I'm, I I think I appreciated it because I knew what it took me away escape. from. Yeah. But um, I didn't realize that I was going to miss that part mm -hmm. of my life being so integrated. Yeah. You know, yeah. versus adult life. Like, it's just more of a challenge. It's not like just there for you. It's you have to find the time. To and you have. Yeah. Shove it in somewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> in between Absolutely. all the other stuff. Yeah. Oh, but.
<sighs> I know. I feel like just getting the stamina for things. So Friday, I got I got a chance to go salsa dancing. So I thought, <laughs> and we show up to the place, and there's a sign on the door that says "Sorry, closed for maintenance this weekend." And I'm like, "Oh, well, what is fuck!" Like well, maintenance on what? Like the floor? The you floor? salsa too hard? <laughs> well, I guess it was. No, it's actually a brewery. They have salsa dancing Thursday and Friday nights, but Thursday I can't because I work Friday. So I wanted to go, but I was like, fine, we'll just go to one of these other places. But luckily the other places, we went to two different places. They played like a lot of the dumb hip hop that Uh, like you could just like stay in the two-step forever (laughs) with. But they also like mixed it up with some Spanish Latin music. So I was able to get some kind of a Latin dance fix. But I dance so much. I feel like I'm so out of shape of wearing like I wore these heels. Oh my gosh. They're not. No, they're not high. No, but but there's no padding here, and I feel like even since yeah, and that's yeah, right, right where the you padding are. of my feet on Saturday morning, I was like, oh, I can't even walk on them. They felt they felt wrong. I've worn heels in I don't know how. But I did dance for like four hours, yeah. so it was like I bet yeah, I, even if you're in normal shoes, it probably would have hurt. Probably, <laughs> but it was fun. It was like I got to that's start. fun. But and then I was so sleep deprived. I paid for it because the next day was like they didn't really have plans, but then plans. Yeah. We did, but didn't, you know? Yeah. We went shopping with Will. It was so fun. That's fun. I oh my gosh, like... I used to be obsessed with watching those, like, um, wardrobe makeover shows when I was, like, in Yeah, well, I feel like we got a good start on that, and I know exactly the things we need to take out of this closet, because now he got a taste for what it feels to feel good in clothes that fit you well. Yeah, not just whatever. Yeah, not just, up. like, because I like this t-shirt and the color, and <laughs> this is the brand I always buy. Yeah. He's such a like Vans and like yep. skate. He's such a skate dude, yeah. you know, and he's so comfortable in that. But, yeah. you know, he's getting older and you can still look like a skate dude, but like a more polished skate dude. Yeah. So let's re- better level yeah. up the brand. I was actually shocked at the stuff that he was pulling, like that white sweater right there, that ribbed one. Ooh, that's it nice. looked so cute. He wore it with that blue shirt over here, this oh, T-shirt yeah. and a pair of ripped skinny black jeans, like oh. not too skinny, but skinny. Yeah. They, I was like, who is this man? Yeah. And he got this like beanie. I was so smitten, like looking at. <laughs> no, we went to so we went to dinner. Yeah, with uh, you know, our friends. Yeah, and I'm like just watching him talk, and I'm like, who is this handsome guy? Like, like a whole new he person. Just, honestly, it, yeah. it felt like I'm looking at a whole new person. Yeah, and he looked relaxed and comfortable in it, but he just looks so cute. Oh, that's good. I know. I'm like, it's it's good to feel smitten about your husband after almost 10 years but there are other times <laughs> listen people this is real listen, talk. Linda. this is real talk right here <laughs> that there are times where i look at the man and i'm like <laughs> i'm just holding it all back but that night he looked real cute oh that's cute <laughs> but yeah so we did that saturday and then i was up basically for 21 hours the day before so i was just so sleep deprived and then Sunday was Easter, so yeah. what was how was your it was good? How was your morning? What you oh guys do gosh. in the morning? Well, we started at three thirty a.m. Aiden woke us up at three thirty in the morning because oh I guess he got up to use the bathroom, and Rick hid Easter eggs in the kids' bathroom. <sighs> so he, so saw- he saw them when he went to <laughs> use the bathroom. So he came running into our room, and like when the kids come in our room in the middle of the night, it's a fiasco because we keep our door closed, yeah, at, so the dogs don't bark. Right. And so they get up and right. they it's bark like this whole and it's a tornado. herd. It is yeah. a herd of elephants. It really does feel like that. When you when you say, should I let the dogs out? It's like, yeah. 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 they right. are like, it's a very like 
it's like a circus, you know, yeah. when they're all performing well, yeah. it's fine. But when you're trying to get them all back in their cages <laughs> and it's three 30 in the morning, three thirty in the morning. Um, <laughs> so they're like ruff, 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 barking and he's coming in and he's like, mom, mom, dad, there's eggs. Yeah. The Easter bunny came and he, you know, like level 10 voice. Yeah. Like there's no sleep. There is no, no. Sometimes he comes in and he's like, I had a bad dream. And then I'll take no, him but back it's to exciting. It's like waiting but for he, Santa, you know, it's like, yeah. So, I'm like, what time is it? And I look at my phone. I'm like, it is 3.30 in the morning. Go back to your bed. So I like got up, take him back to his room, lay him back down. I'm like, go to sleep. He's like, come up. And he just like the whole way down the hallway couldn't stop talking. The whole way into his bed couldn't stop talking. And I'm like, it's 3.30 in the morning. He's like, I know. But did you see? Look right there. Look in there. There's the Easter egg. I'm like, I know, I know. He's like, the Easter bunny came. I'm like, but it's 3.30 in the morning. So you cannot get up until the sun rises. Yeah. Like, is that a rule or was that just a rule you inserted I there? I just inserted it. I mean, it should be a rule, but... So then he's like, my blinds are closed. I can't see if the sun is rising. So I open the blinds and I'm like, there. It's dark. Go to bed. It wasn't dark. The moon, there was a full moon. Oh, the moon yeah. was shining it was so right bright that night too. It was really and bright. I'm like, that's the moon, not the sun. So when the sun comes up, then you can get up. Yeah. So he went back to sleep. I hope he went back to sleep. I think he did. Oh, but when gosh. I left his room, he was just laying there, smiling, <laughs> a big smile on his face. Um, and then so they cute. came and woke us up at like 6.30. But Ali had been up since 5.45. And we came down and they were like running down the stairs to see their Easter basket. Why don't they get up like that when, you, when you're going to school? Seriously, like seriously, I have, I have to, to wake drag. Up them yes. out of bed and yeah Ali doesn't it's make ridiculous. it seven these kids are ridiculous so I come down and the tv's on and you can see she like made a nest of blankets in the couch I'm like you've already been down here don't act yeah, like she's comfortable. you haven't been down here yeah like she's like <sighs> one show in <laughs> yeah so but then it was fine we made coffee and they found their easter eggs and well we relaxed we went to church <laughs> Ooh. Oh my goodness. So Malaya has finally asked. I've always said, so because I grew up so like religion being forced on me, I've taken the approach of like, I'm just going to let my kids decide when they want to church. Yeah. Or go I to church like, or go on this road, right? Like of self-discovery. Yeah, like we're both pretty similar in like our yeah. views on religion. Yeah. My, I wasn't raised that way, but my mom Your was, mom was so raised Mormon. Yeah. instilled like... I'm going to let you choose. And she yeah. was never against, like, we went to church with friends all the yeah. time. Like, if we wanted to go, she's like, sure. Yeah. The only difference is that Malaya asked me to take her. Take her. <laughs> and she only asked me to take her because the other family, like, they were going to have plans and stuff. Oh, so they couldn't. Uh, obviously, they would have just picked her up any other time. But this yeah. time it was, and she wanted to really go to an Easter Sunday and service. They really sell the Easter Sunday service. It's crazy. I haven't been in a church in probably at least six years, maybe a little bit more. Wow. And just the feeling of walking in, I was so anxious and I was mm. so like, I felt really out of place. Mm -hmm. I felt like, um, I felt really uncomfortable yeah. and I don't know why I felt so uncomfortable. But I then, know that feeling though. Yeah. Especially like, I don't know, there's so many times like, for what, awkwardness, like when exactly. they're singing and everyone has their hands yes. up. It's like, you don't want to fake it. But you know what? That's, that's the thing not is that how you're feeling. At some point, I felt that. And I remember what it felt like to put my hands up and sing. And it felt like it came from the heart. Yeah. Where this time, I was like, I can't even read the lyrics of the songs on the screen right now. Yeah. Without feeling a negative feeling. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know what that feeling is yet. Mm -hmm. I need to work this out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is when I need to get a therapist. Um, I know what my negative so, feelings are. Yeah. I just feel like it's, I don't know. I can relate to so much of yeah. it in 
a bigger sense of yeah. the word. Mm-hmm. But when they kind of narrow it down to Jesus and God, that's where it loses me. Right. And I like, why does it have to be so this? Yeah. And I thought this for a lot, a lot of my life. Like, why can't there be a church that is based around all of these things, these values? There actually are. Without it being connected to. So I found. The history. Yeah. Yeah. The history, the book. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I found a church like that in Orange County. It was called. Center for Spiritual Living. And it was like they talked to, they like mentioned the Bible. They also mentioned Rumi quotes and Buddha quotes. And like it was like all encompassing. There were a lot of people there that were like previously Jewish, previously like really hard linear uh, structures. Mm -hmm. And this is where they found it. So there are places, but I only went there like a few times. And then it's just like to go by yourself. For me, it's like getting the kids ready and going and up and like, that stresses me out and I yeah. feel like I can't even enjoy the message that I'm going to get. So yeah. for me, it's like Sunday mornings. If I want to have my church, that's like when I get up slowly, I yeah. stretch in my room, I meditate, you know, like that's yeah. my church. And I feel so much. It's interesting because I feel like since I left the church or stopped going to church regularly, I feel so much closer to what Whatever. this entity of yeah. God <laughs> is. Like I feel so connected to source. I'm just going to say source. I feel much more connected. I have a better relationship I feel like I don't have that feeling of anger and disdain when I think of God in the sense that I know God now versus when I was in the church, I felt a different way. Yeah. And we talked about this a little bit on Easter about how it's like that. I was telling you that I shared that it was all about giving Jesus the authority over you because we shouldn't have authority over ourselves. Yeah. So the people that feel like they need to be in church every Sunday, it's almost like and I'm not speaking for everyone, but they can't police themselves or they need something else to kind of ground them into that. Whereas I feel like, and I'm not, I'm not this amazing person that doesn't need guidance, reminders and guidance, but I just feel like I know when I need to go and look for that myself and where to find it and how to get myself back to that. And I don't need to go somewhere and well, at least I be think, told. right. At least with born again Christianity, I think it's different because most people that find religion later in life, it's usually through something tumultuous. Like mm-hmm. you had imprisonment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like sexual abuse, mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, which I could be a part of this with just be growing up in an alcoholic home, you know, and the dysfunction that religion actually caused in my home. Yeah that was the appeal in the beginning with Christianity for me was that like, Oh, they accept me here, even though I'm broken. Right. And that was the, the, the feeling I got every time when it resonated was like, this is where I come to get fixed. But the, but then you learn that yes, you and don't need exactly. anyone. To and tell as you the time fixed. went on and I started to do my own self-development and my own self-healing journey, that stuff, when I started to go to church, it started to really rub me the wrong way. Like when I was going to church and now learning this other thing, I was just like, why do I walk out of here feeling like my skin is crawling today? And I didn't feel this last time. You know what I mean? So I started to like really have to pay attention to how I was feeling. And the icing on the cake for me was at that time, one of my best friends came out and um, she looked into the church's stance on, um, on homosexuality. And it was basically saying you're tolerated, but not really welcomed. Yeah. And I thought, fuck that. Like you don't welcome a person that wants to live her life according, like she didn't choose this. Like this is who she is. So how is 
God, quote unquote, gonna neglect her of that? Like, and who are you? God created her. There is God makes no mistakes. Yeah, and if He does feel that way, that's nobody else's business. And also, so then I don't want to be a part of it. And that's where my yeah. mind went. Like, if it if that's how it is, I don't want to be a part of it because yeah. it's kind of like when my sister, when the elders told my mom she couldn't mm-hmm. have us interact. It's like, if that's what God is, I don't want it. Yeah. And I think this is like recurring in my life. So, you know, having to go with Malaya was, it was, it was rough. And, um, yeah, I, I, I know I go, for sure I, feel, I don't want to go. I, I feel like I'm faking it. A little yeah. That's bit. how I felt. not comfortable. I am not a person that can fake things at yeah. all. So I think I could pretty well, thank goodness I had Gigi to like threaten me enough times to jump in the fountain outside that I was like, okay, we, we gotta go. But, I mean, I could go, but it just... It would never just be like, I couldn't convince myself. Yeah. You know, if I don't feel it, I don't feel yeah. it. I could never convince myself that. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It is so weird. I don't know. I just don't, I don't agree with organized religion. Right. I don't agree. It's like, it comes down to like almost as simple as like the game telephone. Yes. It has been how many like years and years and years translated of all of this translated from like, other languages to other languages you know and it just at the end of the day like you in 2022 don't get to set these firm rules then we don't know how right. you know yeah. so let people just i think that be if, good people exactly and, i think if if god wants anything it's for us to just treat everybody with respect and dignity and yeah you know like i think that's what it comes down to in general love yeah. respect I told you, I hate when I have to actually follow through with what I say. Like when my kids ask to go, I'll take them. Well, here was my test. And I text you that morning, like, fuck, I have to actually do it. It was both of us sitting yeah. on the bench at a place we didn't want to be this weekend. Seriously, because but, we had to stick to our words. But we do it, you know, yep. and I think I, I'm glad I went. Um, I'm glad that Malaya saw that I followed through with my word. That's really important to me. What did she think of it? She... I mean, well, the kids' classes are separate, so I don't I mean, really know. But she fun. she liked it. She she likes going, which is why yeah. she wants to go back. You know, so if she wants to go on this, I'm going to support her. But maybe, like, when she gets a little older, I'll just say, I'll drop you off and I'll pick you up yeah. if our friend can't pick her up and take her. You know, but it just, it doesn't feel right for me to be in that space. Yeah. It just doesn't. I was happy to be there for her, and I want to show up for her. So, you know, these are just the things of being a mom, like... You make these decisions and you got to follow through because your word means everything. Your word is all you have. And if your kids start to realize that you're just going to say shit and not follow through, they're yeah. not going to take you seriously. Yeah. And then you lose them. So I'd rather them know I'm consistent with what I'm going to say. And yeah. if it's crazy, I'll do it. <laughs> but, you know, but then so then I got to come home and relax and chill with you. <laughs> it's funny when when Rick said, well, the company's gone. Now it just feels like it's just... <laughs> like, I know. It I just, just like... <laughs> we had people over for Easter. We haven't seen them since... Oh, my gosh. She had her baby in September. And baby I was so cute. The last time I saw her was her baby shower. So August, the end of August. Okay. So we haven't seen them because I felt weird about being around them. With a baby. With a baby yeah. in the winter, too, when yeah. everyone's sick. So I wouldn't want the kids to have given the baby COVID. Right. And we had COVID in January, so thank God. Yeah. But So we hadn't seen them in a really long time. Rick sees him at work. but um, And then nice couple. they are super sweet. But yeah, so then when they left, it was kind of like a... <sighs> I know. Yeah. And like, you were just sitting there. I even did too. It's so crazy how much it takes to make conversation Energy. with somebody you don't know. I know. And I feel like I've seen her... 
I mean, we've hung out, we hung out with them a lot last summer. Yeah. We'd go over there yeah, all the time because the kids would swim in the pool. I don't know. It's so crazy to me how you can meet someone and click with them. And then others, it just takes work More and work, work. And then you're like, when do you just stop doing the work? Cause it's yeah. too much. Cause, cause I felt like I had to turn on like my conversation questions kind of like when I do a new client so last week I had a couple new clients and it's like starting over from scratch like a lot of my clients I've had from some from like as long as I've been doing hair yeah and I haven't taken a new client really in probably probably since I had Gigi oh my gosh so um like doing two new clients in one week it was mentally exhausting do you ever get clients that are just like I prefer not to talk no, but that would be oh, great. I seem I to attract a, I, that's I, me. I, yeah. When I get my hair done yeah. and they start asking, and I know like that's their no. job, but they start asking me these questions. And I'm like, I'm so fine with sitting here in silence. I am really I'm good at reading so the people. Fine. Some people are quieter than others, but most of my clients are big talkers and they want to talk about meaty things. Like, yeah. So, yeah. so like, I, 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 me. Yeah, I don't, so I don't want I, to be dead like, silent some, in the chair. Yeah. I don't want to talk. Some people, Especially like a therapy session. But I think once they get to know you, then it's yeah. easier for them to do that. Like, we've moved so much that I'm always going to new hairstyles. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know you. how you do that. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to get is, to know you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, and I don't, I'm not going to spill yeah. the juice yeah. because... I don't even know you, but I feel like, yeah, if you get to know, like I have a hairstylist at home that I go to and I go home and I, I will talk to her the whole time because I've known her for 10 years. She's been doing my hair since I was in high school. Yeah. But anyone else and like, and then you can kind of tell, like, they feel like the pressure to keep the conversation going or even just like start the conversation. And then they realize, but it's like when you're getting a massage, it's like when I have a client that is okay with sitting in the chair and just letting me weave their hair. Yeah. It's almost like meditation where I can just zone in and I'm like in my... Yeah, I bet it's easier yeah, and for it's, you. It is because then it's like, oh, shoot, I dropped that foil because I wasn't paying attention because yeah. like I'm talking and I'm yeah. talking with my hands. Yeah, I would like to not talk. Yeah, so... Except, well, I, not you because <laughs> I would talk to you. <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, you would. So I talked to one of my clients. I think I told you the, one of the retired therapists. And I was like, we were kind of thinking of maybe doing a day in the salon with willing participants of like a day in, you know, like behind the chair of what the conversations kind of look like. And she, at first she was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then I think by the time she left, she was like, okay, I'll think about it. But you realize because people do open up quite a bit, yeah, you know, so I hear all kinds of things, but I just think there's so much wisdom in the room and it, it would be a shame to not ever have it recorded, yeah. at least with certain of my clients. Like, that you know. Yeah, there's so much life yeah. and lessons and advice. And it's just, you know, I'm really grateful. I, I get to have those kind of clients that just want to spread the wisdom that they've acquired through these years. Yeah. And I'm like a hungry little child that's just like taking it all in. Yeah, and that's not like a... You get such a broad spectrum of people from different walks of life. Yeah. Like, it's not... In most, like, places that you go, it's kind of it's the like same all group of... similar to you. Yeah. Like, but yeah. yeah. No, I get all kinds of people. Yeah, oh so... God. Sounds exhausting. <laughs> it is, which is why my three days of work are super gratifying, but also very exhausting, because yeah. they're physically intense because I'm standing all day and using my arms and blow drying and washing, you know, but mentally they're, they're very taxing too, as much as they are stimulating, they're taxing, you know? So I have to usually on Friday nights, I come home and that's when I want to do my comedy and 
Your comedy? I watch sta- oh, I usually watch stand up comedies oh on Netflix. Why am I just learning this? <laughs> I thought you did a routine. <laughs> well, I don't know when but I should share that. But yeah, that's my Friday night wind down. You know, it's legal in California. <laughs> yeah. And Netflix and that's my Netflix and chill. Oh, I usually nice. watch dessert and I watch, watch stand up. Eat dessert, eat dessert and watch, and watch stand ups. <laughs> Watch dessert and eat stand-ups, okay? Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, because I need something to just, yeah. like, distract me from all this stuff. Like yeah. trashy TV. One of my clients last week shared with me that her daughter got Botox. Uh-huh. Has an underlying autoimmune disease, got oh, no. Botox, and has Botox poisoning. She's what 50 years mean? old. It's literally attacking, like, the joints, like, the mobility in her muscles or something. So, oh, so that happens to people when they get vaccines, right? Where they, like... Yeah, so because she had gotten the... she Because she has the autoimmune disease, she had gotten the vaccine and the booster and everything. And she got Botox not too long after because she had this, like, special occasion. Yeah, and right now she can't even move. Like, she is bedridden. Botulism. That's yes. what it's called. But that's what Botox is, is botulism. It's just... Life-threatening type of food poisoning called botulism. No, but this is from an adverse effect, from the actual it injection. It's the, the same... It's the same toxin that causes botulism. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! But she actually injected her. You know what I mean? Like... Okay, maybe I don't want Botox. I know. I was thinking the same thing, because this freaking forehead is driving me nuts. I know. My what-the-fuck wrinkles. too. <laughs> Look, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, what are mine? <laughs> they're not. Yeah, so. What are they? They're, I can't see. I should be wearing glasses. That's what my wrinkles are, right? <laughs> they're your. What's happening? You say that. What's happening? <laughs> That's your. What's going on? Mine are the what the fuck. Yours are the what's happening. Um, yeah, so oh, when she told so me scary. that, I was like, see, this is why I just need to, like, st- they do acupuncture also for, like, certain points to help make your face look more youthful but um massage and all that mm-hmm. but like when you start to consider something and you hear a horrific thing like this it's crazy all that's for like, what um she can't like... move she has a, a son in fourth grade and oh she can't do gosh. anything that's like when people started getting their breast implants taken out because yes. they're having breast implant yeah. illness and i was yeah. like oh my gosh I always thought I wanted to yeah. get my boobs done. Me but too. Now, I'm so no. okay with my little, oh my yeah, little bitty titties oh left over from bitty motherhood. Bitty. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. So she was a like when she came last week. She was she was crying half the time in my oh, chair. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, and then I referred her to my sister's naturopath that she had here. He's yeah. like a um, bio. What do they call it? Bio. I always forget what it is. What the actual term is, but it's reading your energy and how it reacts to certain things and they, they have a certain way they do it but mm. um I referred her to him because I was like well he helped my sister and like her kids a bunch so um he's in Placentia like North County and she called me the next day I guess her daughter made an appointment and had already gone oh, like literally she's like awesome she was crying on the phone I can't thank you enough he's given us hope like <gasps> oh that's so sweet this is the stuff I'm yeah. talking about like this is the stuff Western you have the information. Medicine. You don't even know how it's going to help somebody. She's been to the top specialists, like, everywhere. There's, nobody can help her. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to just Biofeedback. Try. It's called biofeedback. Oh. It's very. It's a very interesting process. My sister's guy in Placentia was... Um, now she has a guy in, like that in, near Austin. Uh-huh. Different approach, similar in similar um, field, uh, but they both have a different way they do it. But mm. it's so interesting. Like he, when I was in the hospital, he did a body scan through me for me through my sister. Yeah, 
because our, you know, energy, it's all connected. So he told her that I needed to be careful with my kidneys because Mm -hmm. um, that's why I juiced for those two weeks. He wanted me on like 80% raw fruits and veggies and juicing liquids, lots of liquids to flush them out. Yeah, it had a kidney infection. Exactly. Exactly. But isn't that crazy? It's like he picked that up just like Russ um, on my comment about weakening the the kidneys and emotional trauma. It's like, holy fuck. (gasps) Those two words shouldn't probably be together, but... (laughs) holy fuck (laughs) but yeah but you know that's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah wow so anyway easter conversations where are we and they're like what the hell we just cover all the topics because you know what this is this is life life is all-encompassing of all the things and yeah and i feel like i don't know we should get someone on that's like super religious. My sister. <laughs> but well, yeah, but she wouldn't want to. I feel like she's not the type to debate, you know? And no. not that we need a debate, but I just feel like. Like you want to know their hear, points. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. I have other people that are, you know, that are religious. Yeah. I don't know. Do I you know anyone? Do you know anyone that's uh, yeah, religious? My whole flipping family. Really? <sighs> yeah. On which side? My mom's side. They're all, all still Mormon? Mormons. But are you yeah. close to them? Um, yeah, close enough to ask them to be on the podcast. I actually have a one cousin that's pretty funny, and she she went on her mission in uh, South oh, Carolina. That's serious. Yeah. Okay, she's religious. Yeah, she would probably come on. Hey, we should do that. Yeah, I should ask her. It would be neat, because that's the one thing I wish now, having grown up in a Jehovah's Witness church, like, and knowing scripture. I knew scripture, like, the back of my hand. Oh, I, I could turn. It was like Romans. I knew exactly where it was and how it felt in the Bible. I could just turn to it. That's wild. Because we were literally, from the time I couldn't remember, I had to I had to memorize the order of all the books of the Bible in Spanish. I went to church in Spanish, which is probably why I can still speak Spanish. But I had to know all that. So when people would ask me questions like, why don't you celebrate Christmas? I knew the scripture and I knew how That's to recite wild. it. But I didn't understand what the words were. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting now to have a Jehovah's Witness come to my door and have them ask me, you know, have you, whatever, I don't yeah. even know what they ask you. Okay, anymore. I'll send them right over. <laughs> yeah, right? But it would be interesting to have mm-hmm. that kind of a conversation. I did yeah. that with some Mormons when they came in. <laughs> I offered some water. It was hot in the summer. And um, I asked a couple of trying questions and they seemed uh, uncomfortable. They're young boys, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah, they are young. And, but it's still one of those things to where if you can't answer people's questions, you have one opportunity to make an impression. And I have clearly lived something that's making me ask these questions. So I almost think it's a disservice for the church to send out young people still new in the faith. But I don't think they are, especially Mormons. But they are. They have been, it's been ingrained But it's it's like me. I used to go knocking door to door with people. I used to preach. I used That's to go true. preaching, and it was always like, oh, it's so cute. The little the girls preaching. go to a, um, it's called, I can't think of what it's called, but they go to a school before they go on their mission to learn everything. Well, so, we like, ask Will. You know, Will they did go that. to, did like, my uncle went to Brazil, so he had to learn Portuguese. So wow. he went to the school and learned all about being a missionary, but also had to learn Portuguese, like, real quick. And That's he did. Intense. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be fun to get someone on and just, I don't know. Because I feel like we're pretty open-minded, yeah. you know? Like, we don't need to be convinced, and we don't need to convince anyone. It's just interesting to see, hear other yeah. people's perspectives, perspectives and why they choose to take the path that right. they choose. 
That would be a very interesting topic. So if any of you know anybody want to be involved <laughs> that listen, honestly, yeah. this would be a perfect if we have certain kind of listeners to yeah, have. Yeah, I feel like it's fun to have a conversation about it. Have people on to hear their views, not to debate them, but just to, yeah. I don't know, yeah. hear different sides of things. <laughs> that would be very interesting. Well, because it's not going to be us. <laughs> We're pretty similar in our. Yeah, I think so. Which is probably why we gravitated towards each other. Because I feel like I've met certain other people that I'm just like, nah, not for me. It's not going to be. It's not. Gonna, it's a. It's a no for me. <laughs> it's a no. It's a no. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think ultimately, I think as you get older, that's one of the beautiful parts of maturing is knowing the kind of people that you want to be around and how they make you feel. Mm -hmm. And if you feel depleted after engaging with them, then it's probably a sign that it's not good for you. I mean, I don't want to say that you should always have people that are only like you because that's not good to you. You can't grow with people that are always just like you. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're not like each other. No, we no, we're not. We're total. <laughs> we're so different, which is why I mean it works. But yeah, you know what I mean. I think yeah. it's good to be faced with a little bit of adversity mm -hmm. in different ways so that yeah. you learn I mean, th there's lessons upon lessons to be, you know, so lived. Lessons. So not closing off to it, but also just knowing that the people I choose to have close to me, those are people that, that we are like-minded. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's very intentional. So then today we had to just hit the ground running. Oh my gosh. I know. How that was, was like my earliest workout I've done in a long time. Really? Mm -hmm. 9 a.m. <laughs> I had to get mine done early today because I had Amelia coming for a haircut and Gigi was being such a little pain during that. She was like, she just kept bugging me for juice, juice, juice. <laughs> I was like, no juice, no juice. You've had your juice this morning. It's like, no, you're done. Yeah. And she just everything. And then she'd pick up the hairballs and like oh, take them. Mind nice. you, I don't like normally do anybody else's hair other than family, you yeah. know, like and you yeah. and you, well, your family. So but um, yeah, so it's just like it was hard to focus yeah, but not your normal like, got zen. through it now and then I decided to wash my rug and my couches today because toddler is messy af and it just it, I, I didn't <sighs> trying to make things clean feels really messy in the process yeah <laughs> yeah you always make a bigger mess when you're trying to clean because then it yeah just that's like when we were little my mom every Saturday or Sunday we had to clean our rooms and like once in a while me and my sisters would get like a wild hair and we'd be like we're gonna super clean so we would just take everything and dump it all out and then it's this huge mess and then we'd get overwhelmed and then it takes so much what a freaking metaphor for life though Seriously. you know it's dump like out all the buckets and then for sure try to put it back together yeah a no, bunch of so crap sometimes you, you need to do need that. Yeah, anymore. exactly. <laughs> I walking through the garage while I was cleaning the rug. I was like, I gotta get rid of half the shit. I don't even care whose shoes these are. They're going in the trash. <laughs> I am on a rampage. I think I'm gonna do that all day tomorrow. It feels because good. yeah. So then I took off. Uh, oh, we went to the pool. That was fun. Oh yeah, that was fun. Gigi needed a little break. I needed a little break. So I know I was about to jump in the shower after you called me, and I was like. <laughs> And you're like, I got to go see if she really did jump this fast. Make sure you weren't like dying. <laughs> yeah. Broken so ankle. I don't know what's going on with our keys. I'm really frustrated that they don't work yet or the code. So I, I got to call the association and figure it out. But I jumped at. You sure I, did. I did. And oh. you know what? I channeled my spata. Yeah. Like, seriously, I was thinking I, I looked at it and I was like, I, I jumped that 10 foot wall. <laughs> 
I can I can do this, but the only thing that scared me were like the spikes at the top. Yeah, so that's I was what like, scares me. But actually, it, those weren't even a, a factor. I'll it have to show you. I'll have to show you. Okay. Maybe we can yeah, well, reenact let's, it. Let's film you <laughs> jumping the fence. Show us how you do it. <laughs> I'll show you how I did it. Oh my gosh, you know that lady on Instagram who like takes famous model or like um like famous people, and then she puts on the same outfit. No. And, oh my gosh, what is her name? But I would love to see that. Oh, I'll have to send it to you. It's so funny. But there will be like this like super skinny model wearing this like funny outfit, uh-huh. like this like, you know, and then she'll put it on. Where like, does she get him? It's like it's so hard to describe. I bet if people are listening they'll know, but I'll Are they similar or exact? They're similar. So but- she finds like dupes? Yeah, but she and she like reenacts them like doing funny things. But she's like it. a normal mom, lady, mom bod, you know. And it's just okay. so funny. I to, need to like, find that. Yeah, but I feel like that would be me and you, like you jumping <laughs> the fence and then me attempting <laughs> to. No, it was actually fine, and I, I was really wondering what Gigi thought of mom climbing this That's so fence funny to get into watching. the pool. Oh yeah, front, front and like, center. She was front and center. Like, what is my mother doing? And I opened the door from the inside and I'm like, and that's how we do it, Gigi. And I had to unlock the stroller from the bottom. <laughs> oh, so I had a, to get a few things from the store after I picked up Alexia. Oh, before that, I took the girls to get ice cream. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look but, at you. I know. I've just, you know, today's been one of those days. I'm Happy just going, I'm just going with it. Yeah. So we went to Rite Aid to get ice cream. We They were out of cups, and Gigi oh, wanted a, no. a... Yeah, so I gave her the cone, knowing that by the time I got from Rite Aid to yeah, Alexia School, oh. I had to pick up Alexia, um, that that thing was going to be all over her face. Yeah, and the car. And it was, <laughs> and, and it was. Oh, gosh. But it was fine. Malaya got the two flavors I never let her get, because they're just so artificial. <laughs> but... You know what? You have to say yes sometimes. I got a double scoop cone of um, cookies and cream uh-huh. when we were at Disneyland. Yeah. How the best that? ice cream I've ever Ooh, had in my really? life. Yeah. Ooh. Like, they're not playing around with the amount of Oreos that are in there. Oh, I love that. Have you ever tried the Oreo Briars? No. That one's great because it's got big chunks of yeah. Oreo in there because it's actually so, Oreo. There was, I got two scoops and there was at least three full cookies. I was hooked it. on that when I was pregnant <sighs> with Alexia. I, I just love ice cream. I, yeah, it's like, me if, too. If I could pick one food to eat for the rest of my life, if ice I cream? could, yeah, it would be ice cream. Yeah, these are my favorite categories ice cream, smoothies. <laughs> Cereal no, smoothies and theme. soups. Love. That's yeah. so funny. No, mine's ice cream, sushi. Ugh. <laughs> no. Ice cream, sushi. I think those kind of cover it. <laughs> Korean barbecue. Ooh, <laughs> That's yeah. a whole. Yeah. What's I think your those... favorite flavor of ice cream? Mint and chip. Oh, it's my favorite person. It's so funny because Will's always like, it's literally, he sent me a meme that he saw. I was like, it's ice cream with uh, it's toothpaste with chocolate chips. <laughs> That's like, so true. Well, it kind of is, but uh, I love it. I love so mint and chip. It's just my favorite. Mint anything I love. I hate mint. That's so funny. It's so fun. Like, I barely like chewing gum. Really? Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, I don't know. I always get go for, like, chocolate, 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 chocolate. Like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> the chocolate with the chocolate swirls and the chocolate the brownies. Have you tried the Talenti chocolate one yes. that has, like, the brownies yes. in between? Oh, that one's yes. delicious. It's so dangerous. Oh, so then <laughs> we picked up Alexia, and I had to get a few things from the store. I literally, I counted the list. And I had 12 things on there. We got to the store and Alexia was kind of like in a bitchy mood. So I was just trying to figure out how I could get her out of it. Yeah. Because we got to pick her up. And she was like, you didn't get me a cone. I'm like, they had no, no cups. cups. It would have been. And more, like, I don't have enough hands. And she was so bent out of shape because she didn't have a cone. So because I gave her the rest of mine, she was like, I don't want your leftovers. Your cone's all soggy. I'm like, fine, I'll eat it because I want it. Yeah. Trying to be nice. But take it. Yeah. yeah. 
So I was trying to get her out of that, that funk. Yeah. And I was like, I got 12 things on this list. We're going to split it up. You guys go in what, you know, with your list. Just I'm going to go with Gigi on this list. Race. What is yeah. That? And what I said, that? loser has to mop the floor tonight. <laughs> Guess who the loser is? Uh, me. Uh, <laughs> they beat me. Oh I'm so gosh. impressed because she even had to buy, get salmon and chicken. Thighs. Wow. Yeah. She clearly pays attention to what I buy, but yeah. they beat me. I was so shocked, but it was at Ralph's and I don't know that store. Uh, and she was just like. She just figured it out. I don't know, but they beat me, (laughs) but it was a fun way to get through the grocery store. She came back in the car in a good Good mood mood. and it was like, yeah, why don't I do this more? I got to get creative with the things, you know, creative though, but this really wasn't that hard. I don't know why it just like, it felt good to get out of the norm. So I guess it's Mm -hmm. just like not taking the grocery trips too seriously. It's like, Oh, I got to run. You know, those are the, that that was what I was talking about today with like Allie and like my cleanliness with her. Yeah. Like there's so many little moments that I could just make fun that I don't need to be stressed. Like it's that it's just, Sometimes the stress right. doesn't need to be there, but it's just so like, it's like I'm sorry. Yeah, this. but that's when it's so good. I find myself often saying, I'm so sorry I was so angry earlier or I was so short. I didn't mean to snap at you. And it's, you know, yeah. we're human. We're, we're not, yeah, we're not perfect by any means, but I think we're doing our kids more of a disservice if we don't allow them to hear us say, I'm sorry and acknowledge yeah. that we're not totally. Perfect. Okay, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was a really fun little show. And then we got That's home good. and my stinking rug. I had to do it again. But it's okay. The moment- it's extra clean. <laughs> so she put her rug in the driveway to clean it, carpet clean it, and it was almost dry. And then the sprinklers went off. While I was while gone. While you were gone. And the moment you said that to me, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Because I see the wet driveway every day at this time. <laughs> I like know. I even know. Your I don't know when schedule. Will programmed it. He must have programmed it because he knows I won't do it. Yeah, it's I'm like not a plant person. Three thirty four every day. I always see your driveway wet, and as soon as you said that, I was and like, it was almost yeah. dry because I did it first thing this morning, so it would get it's dry by the time I like know. right now. I'm yeah. so bummed, but it's gonna have to stay out there overnight. <laughs> it is what it is. Could you come? You can come out and like all the animals, the forest animals have just made it their bed. Oh God, I hope not. That would be my nightmare. What if somebody stole it? I hope not. The good thing is, is that That when you're driving, you can't really see it unless you're right in front of my garage. Yeah, that's true. Because I noticed that when I was driving out. I would steal a rug. If they stole your rug, they needed it more than you did. That's (laughs) true. A good excuse to get one that I don't have to wash so often. But the shit that comes out of that, it's like, this is why I get light things and Will hates it. But I like to see that it's dirty and needs a cleaning. Yeah. Because imagine if you just had dark couches and dark rugs all the time, you would never wash Mm -hmm. it. Gross. Gross. So much. But (sighs) we just, you guys, this is our mind. This is what you get. This is what you get. We had a whole topic planned for today. Overthinking. (laughs) We were going to talk about overthinking because I had um, one of my girls on Instagram follow me. She's a Caroline Gervinator and um, it's so cool like meeting people online that just like, hey girl, you're doing your thing. You look so, you know, like it's just, you look happy today and I see her doing her thing and it's like, hey, like I want those quads, you know, Yeah. but it's just, so she's been, so she responded to my last little question was like, what do you guys want to talk about? And it was overthinking and I think we can all relate to that. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll just keep people in the loop for this for next week. We can talk about overthinking, why we do it, 
why we do it personally and what and how we can get out of it yeah it's just getting people that are willing to share and open up the the things Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so we're gonna be on the hunt you guys all right lemon drops remember to be kind stay curious and live unfiltered so we'll see you next week see you next week